Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2, episode 187 of this podcast. I don't know if you noticed, well you won't have noticed probably, but actually a couple of episodes ago we broke our 400 mark, so that's quite exciting. Um, today on this episode we are going to conclude our week study of the Come Follow Me materials for this week. Uh, we are covering June the 29th to July the 5th, can't believe we're into July almost, or oh, we are into July now. Uh, Alma 23 to 29, they never did fall away. Uh, and the section we are going to look at is, uh, again, the serving the Lord brings joy, but this time in Alma chapter 29, where we look at Alma's um, desires and his uh, kind of expression of joy that he gives to, to about his uh, saviour uh, and the work that has been done. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, you know, it's just, it, I don't know, I, I could really have missed something, but it just seems quite randomly placed in the middle of all this that just Alma wants to express this. And so Mormon must have been quite inspired by this uh, sermon or this uh, desire and so put it into this record. Um, but he says in verse one, Oh, that I were an angel and could have the wish of mine heart that I might go forth and speak with the trump of God with a voice to shake the earth and cry repentance unto every people. So we can see here that Alma has quite clear uh, desires to be able to just speak, preach the gospel to every person he can that he wishes that he was able to just go forth and fly everywhere, you know, literally, and just go everywhere and, and speak the voice of uh, with the trump of God. Uh, President M. Russell Ballard said this about Alma's innate um, desire to do this. He said, quote, Show it, So it should be with us, my br brothers and sisters. Our love for the Lord and the ap appreciation for the restoration of the gospel are all the motivation we need to share what gives us much joy and happiness. It is the most natural thing in the world for us to do, and yet far too many of us are hesitant to share our testimonies with others. Close quote. That's certainly something straight away that uh, I'm sure many of us can relate to, is uh, how we need to be more willing to open our mouths and speak of the gospel uh, and its impact in our lives. Um, yes, yeah, so in verse 3, he says, But behold, I am a man, and do sin in my wish, for I ought to be content with the things which the Lord have allotted unto me. Now, I've always thought that Alma's been a bit harsh on himself here. It's not like he's desiring to do something that is wicked or something which is contrary to the to what God would want him to do if he was able to do that, you know, just preaching the gospel to everyone. Uh, but he says that he sins in his wish, which I think is, a, you know, quite an interesting phrase. Um, to, to explain it a bit further, Neil A. Maxwell says this, quote, in just a few words, a major insight came to the consciousness and the converted through Alma. For I ought to be content with the things which the Lord have allotted unto me. However, just prior, Alma urgently desired to be the trump of God, so that he might shake the earth. But not because of ego. In fact, Alma wanted to declare repentance and the plan of redemption to all mankind so that there might be no more human sorrow. Yet, Alma's contentment rested on the reality that God finally allots to us according to our wills. What could be more fair? Uh, thus, thus becoming content with his calling, Alma then meekly hopes to be an instrument to save some soul. A significant spiritual journey is thus reflected in but nine uh, soliloquy-like verses. Uh, close quote. Uh, so I think that gives a little bit of insight into this. As Elder Maxwell said, you know, he, he's not um, trying to do this out of ego. He just has a desire uh, to, to to preach. But then I think that Alma comes to an understanding of, well, he has been given a great blessing. And I think this can apply to us in this way. 
Um, you know, I don't know if any any listeners, you know, sometimes wish they were able to do a certain calling. You know, maybe they're serving in a particular auxiliary and they wish they were able to work in another and to do this great work. Not because, you know, they have a um, a, a dislike of what they're doing necessarily right now or that they resent the fact that they are not where they wish they could be right now, but just because they they, they think they could do well uh, in that in that call that they desire to have. They know they have some ideas, you know, perhaps they uh, they just love working with that, with that particular group or in, or types of individual or in that area of the of the gospel. You know, maybe they're working uh, in um, temple and family history work, but they have a great desire to do missionary work, that, that kind of thing. Um, and so sometimes we may kind of, you know, wish that we were able to work to work and to and have a desire to do something which is different. But then perhaps we should take a lesson from Alma and realize, well, the Lord has given us this role, this calling at this time for us for a specific reason, uh, this ability to do what we wanted, what we are, he has asked us to do. Uh, and so we should focus on that. I think that's something we can learn from that. Um, in verse four, he talks about his desires and how God grants unto men according to their desire, whether it be unto life or in death or unto life. Um, and, you know, I think that that is a... Uh, again, a great message. And uh, Neil A. Maxwell had something to say about desire, desires as well. He gave great talk about desire. He said, quote, Desire denotes a real longing or craving. Hence, righteous desires are much more than passive preferences or fleeting feelings. Of course, our genes, circumstances and environments matter very much and they shape us significantly. Yet there remains an inner zone in which we are sovereign unless we abdicate. In this zone lies the essence of our individuality and our personal accountability. Like it or not, therefore, reality requires that we acknowledge our responsibility for our desires. Some of our present desires, therefore, need to be diminished and then finally dis dissolved, close quote. So these desires that we have, we have a real uh, ability to control our desires to, to a degree. You know, the things that we want, you know, we can change. We can we can seek out things and help us to, to change and become better. Uh, and so we have to take some responsibility for that, for those desires. Uh, Alma continues on, and it, uh, in verse 6, and again, I'm jumping a couple of verses here or there because I want to get to the things that I want to focus on, uh, because, you know, this, this chapter is not very long, but we're not going to get to the end of it. I'll just warn you now. Uh, <laughs> there's so many things. In verse 6, it says, Now, seeing that I know these things, why should I desire more to more than to perform the work to which I have been called? And, and that's, that verse is brilliant. I, I think it just sums up what I was trying to get across before with, you know, sometimes we, we think we could do we can minister in a better way if we had this call uh, but don't forget you know we we are able to act even if we don't have a certain calling we can minister to others no matter what we have calls to minister uh, and all these other things and so we have many things that we can do that we're given a blessing to be able to fulfill stanley g ellis uh, said this quote each of us may have had a different opinion about may have a different opinion about what is hard some may consider it hard to pay tithing when finances are tight Leaders sometimes find it difficult to expect the poor to pay tithing. It may be hard for some of us to go forward with faith to marry or to have a family. It may be hard to be content with our current calling. Church discipline may seem very hard, but for some it marks the beginning of, tr of the true repentance process. Regardless of the issue, hard can be good for those who will move forward with faith and trust the Lord and his plan. Close quote. So, yeah, um, yeah great words by Stanley G. Ellis there about how, you know, this desire or sorry this yeah the desire that we have you know and the court and the work that we have to do may be hard for us 
uh, but the Lord has given us uh, something to do. And if we trust in him, he will help us. We've read that so many times that, you know, of individuals who've been called to do something or been asked to do something, and they've when they've relied on the Lord, uh, they have been able to be supported and strengthened to be able to do those things. Uh, so, you know, that is a blessing that we have available to us. Uh, the last verse I want to share is verse 9 out of this chapter 29. And it says, I know that that which the Lord hath commanded me, and I glory in it. I do not glory of myself, but I glory in that which the Lord hath commanded me. Yea, and this is my glory, that perhaps I may be an instrument in the hands of God to bring some soul to repentance. And this is my joy. I think that's a wonderful summary verse of what is of what he's saying. He's not glorying of himself. He glories in his God. He wishes that he can be an instrument in the hands of God. And he has great joy in bringing souls to repentance as an instrument in the hands of God. There was a great analogy given in one of the podcasts that I listened to about uh, a great masterpiece, a great sculpture. You don't look at that sculpture and think, oh, imagine the tools that were made to create that. You know, they must have been the best tools ever. You think of the artist, you think of the sculptor and what creativity they have to use the tools to create that sculpture. And it's the same with us and our Heavenly Father in this great work. You know, we shouldn't be pointing to ourselves as the tools or instruments in the hands of God saying, what great things have we done? We should be, as Ammon and Alma have shown us the past couple of days, glory our Heavenly Father, and how he, as the creator, he is the, our, our, our saviour as the creator, has created this plan, this world, and this opportunity to work. And we are just simply these instruments to be able to carry these things out. And we give glory to him. Uh, and, and, I have, and, I have, and can have great joy in it. President Russell M. Nelson, just to conclude, said this, quote, Joy cometh in the morning to those who have earned the night's rest of a labourer. One of life's sweetest returns is the privilege of rendering significant service of worth to others. To be able to do something for fellow human beings, something they could not do for themselves, brings matchless satisfaction. Years of preparation are worth it. And joy is derived in church service. Alma so expressed this thought, close quote. So, you know, for those that maybe are struggling at this time of uncertainty, for those that are perhaps, I mean, I know that many countries are opening up their services now and things will, well, I mean, in some countries, things seem to be going on without much, you know, difference to before. In the UK, you know, we uh, yesterday marked the opening of many other facilities such as pubs, restaurants and so on. Uh, however, things are not back to normal for certain. We still cannot meet with large family groups, uh, more than just one extra home. Uh, and you know that we there is a new normal that we are adapting to now but that new normal is certainly not what we've been used to before uh, and so perhaps at this time it's well worth us considering how can we have more joy in our lives and one of the things we can do is serve uh, with this new ease of restrictions it means that we are able to administer, administer the sacrament in people's homes again uh, of course it can only be one individual that does this because we can't mix more than two households in a house, in one home at the same time but uh, it's still something which is you know allowing us to serve in more ways and so let's look for those ways that we can serve and feel that joy that Alma feels thank you for listening today uh, the time's run away with me again uh, if there's anything you've been studying you can share it at the facebook group uh, church jesus christ study session with come follow me it'd be great to hear some of your thoughts there and of course you can email session at gmail.com if you want to uh share your, any feedback and uh, join a, on a future podcast episode via Zoom. Uh, I've had a, uh, a reply to that, so hopefully we'll be setting that up in the near future. In fact, well, I've had a couple of replies to that, really. 
Uh, so if you're interested, please email and let me know. Uh, thanks for your time, and until we meet again.